Neon lights, neon lights. Dancing with my demons, do the dash me out of sight. Running up, secure the bag. Hello and welcome to the Soul Insights Podcast. I'm Kyle Lawson, joined by Kyle. And we're going to be doing a phobias. Stupid and weird phobias, basically. That's what mine yeah. are. So we found I'm, some I think random I've, ones. I've gone for the more funny and weird ones, and you've gone for the more normal ones, haven't I've you, I've got really? some, yeah, some that are n- you would recognise, and then some that we could probably spark a conversation yeah. about, to be honest. Cool. Uh, right, music rack. Music recommendations, go to the SI Pod playlist on Spotify. It is Jerry Cinnamon, Where We're Going. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> it, um, it's like an indie band sort of music, so I don't think it's your sort of vibe, but good. it's good though. Good. Okay, and fair enough. podcast recommendation, there's a proper Belters podcast, um, podcast uh, what's it called? Playlist on Spotify. Right. It's called Proper Belters, and you okay, should then. have a look at that. If you like that in- indie band music. Okay, so I just thought I'd just play. Why not? Right. Um, TV, film, game. Yeah, game. Uh, obviously, The Last of Us. Uh, the Last of Us. <laughs> could... I'm going to say it every week. <laughs> Fair enough. Because yeah. Uh, so jokes. Uh, it's recently come out on PlayStation. It was out on PC and Xbox before, but it is Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> you played that, haven't you? I have, yeah. yeah. I briefly played it at Ashley's. It was jokes, to be honest. Lawn Mowing Simulator is better, but it was jokes. What's I, the plot I, like, I, reckon? Impossible, probably. Power wash for like 20 billion hours. I can see how people get like engrossed into it, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it is, it's just like satisfying more like than Sims, anything. It's like Sims, though, isn't it? Like, people get into Sims. You're just watching people walking around a house, aren't exactly. you? Exactly. So and in this one, at least you're washing the stuff yourself. It's probably the satisfaction of like cleaning something, yeah. isn't it? This is not yours. <laughs> um, right, TV. Uh, no film this week. Uh, TV. Last of Us. Obviously, like we're going to be doing every week, aren't we? I don't think there was anything else to. Oh, okay. Man, so, um, I think there was another TV. I'll have to mention it to you. I think it will come to mind, but maybe you can mention it next week. But yeah. there is another Korean program that's like really high rated. I think actually right. well made, like the Squid Games. But I've got to try and think of it. But it's not Alice in Borderland, is it? The one that I've already said. No, no, okay. no. I heard it on a different podcast, and I was like, "Oh, actually, I should mention that to you." So I think you'd like it. But yeah. maybe next episode. That's all right then. Last of Us, yeah, episode three, mate. What do you think? Um, what was episode? Three? Oh, I remember. Yeah, there's controversy behind it mm-hmm. for the specific reason people aren't necessarily going into the fact that they hate it. Um, different. It was different. It wasn't really the last of us vibes was it because of what it was it would have i've seen quite a lot of people actually say it, it would have made a good standalone thing mm-hmm. it was like it a w- short film within a yeah, series exactly. wasn't it to be so honest. it was the acting was good mm-hmm. the whole thought behind it was good and like the whole thing of so spoilers um mm-hmm. love can happen in an apop- in an apocalyptic world so it doesn't matter what's, what's happening around you there's still those little moments like you can still have like relationships with people and you can still be there for one another yeah even in the middle of all the shit that's going on um i'm not going to say the reason why a lot of people hated it if you go on comments of things then you'll see in the comments why people yeah. don't like it and why people are saying other people aren't gonna like it which i'm not going to say it makes sense but what i said to you was it, it was good like um, I think the director said he wrote it um, to give you two aspects of what his character was like, and I think like the game because it's more of a game, it has to be interactive. Yeah, you're just going to go around killing zombies, picking up scissors. I remember someone saying like little yeah. scrap yeah, parts, yeah, yeah. and like if you saw that as a that'd be terrible. Yeah. So I think um, yeah, I do think 
the zombie killing will be all right, but after a while we'll get a bit tiresome. Yeah, so you need some backstory. Yeah. But that goes into the whole thing of like the letter he left. Um, yeah. It helps Joel and Ellie build the relationship, I think. Well, I know what people miss, though, is Ellie and Bill's, well, Bill's the character, I'm going to have to say that, but the um, dialogue between them and the game is banter. So they missed out on that little Yeah, so of... they didn't actually meet each other, did they? Yeah. And that's jokes, yeah. but I think that's what annoyed people because that is actually quite funny. But in the game, in the game, did Joel know Bill before he went there, before he had to sneak past all the traps and all that? Yes, because he said in the game, I don't know how much we spoil. I don't know. When you get the, the yeah, battery. Spoiler, spoilers for yeah, everything. Well, when you get the battery for the truck, I think Bill says, are we even now? So I don't know what it was that Joel did was a favor. I'm not too sure. I don't know if they right, say okay. that, but yeah. he does say it just before you go, I think, saying like, or just Joel say, one of them says, I think, are we even now? And then they go. But obviously how they leave is the zombies are chasing them and Ellie drives them out of there, isn't it? And then obviously in this one, they just come yeah. and get the truck. There's the keys. Yeah. Don't come into the, yeah. And then obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously we've said spoilers. So yeah. if anybody's annoyed, then it's their own fault. I thought it was all right. Like you said, it's not my sort of thing I wouldn't watch, but like as a whole part of the series is, Fair enough. It, like adds, that take it does it. add to the series, but it's I a can good see why people. Fun. Yeah, as I said, I can see why people wouldn't like it for the fact that if they've signed up to watch something about an apocalyptic world with zombies and things, you don't even see zombies. That's in that, do not you? anything to do with it. That's not like it's taken away from it quite a lot, isn't it? Um, you do see the odd ones because it's showing off Bill's traps and that. Just ra- oh yeah and then the Raiders as well actually shows them because yeah. I think in the series I don't think it showed Raiders yet so that was the first time yeah, you've it seen was. them yeah. so what I think now the next episode is going to be interesting because this is where they might introduce Raiders because how they leave the truck isn't it do you remember that in the game no I can't honestly they get like fucked right like in the truck like raid- they go to an area where they shouldn't go through but obviously the highway's blocked so they have to take another road through this town, but they didn't know it was full of raiders, so the raiders throw, like... And, yeah, that's what happens. So that's probably spoilers for episode four, because that's probably what's going to happen. Well, so. that's there what happens, <laughs> happens in the game, so it'd be interesting to see how close it sticks to yeah, that. see what actually happens. Because, like, at the yeah. minute, it's kind of... Both episodes have ended the same way the game has left you, but it's different way how you've got to that ending. Yeah, so it'd be which makes sense. So. I think they're going to focus more on zombies rather than raiders, personally, I think. But yeah, because it's all about the fungus and that spreading. So. so it'd be interesting to see. And the bloater as well. Fun fact, actually, the person who made it, um, do you know how they got the sound effect for a bloater? You know, the big zombie? Yeah. It's a baby. Good. They lowered the octaves and everything and the baby screaming. And, <laughs> and on that note, we'll, we'll go on to the next thing. How which cool is, is that? Uh, Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. There we go. Get your word out from the book of uh, whatever he's called. So, John, John Koenig. Um, yeah, well, yeah, by John Koenig. Chapter one, between living and dreaming, seeing the world as it is and the world as it could be. And this word is called loose left. Okay. So it's easy enough, is it? Yeah. Uh, feeling a sense of loss upon finishing a good book, sensing the weight of the back cover, locking away the lives of characters you've gotten to know so well. So I know you don't... <laughs> into the books are you but i guess if you finish again with last of us maybe a game or a series once you finished it you've kind of connected with those characters and you know it's over yeah so it's that sense of loss because you've grown quite close to the characters but the last of us isn't over we know last of us too sense of loss because you're actually connected quite well with one character and (laughs) And you didn't want the other character in the game did you so 
Um, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he's chosen a book because a book's longer because obviously you can get in, if you obviously like reading books, but you can probably get into a novel. But the same with a gaming series, I would say. you The same with everything, yeah. I mean, especially zombie apocalypse series, like Walking Dead or something, you probably connect to a character and all of a sudden they're getting the red smashed in. Game of Thrones. Good. You connect with a character and the next episode they fucking die. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's a main character and you're just like, And it's well, a made-up character. Why did that happen? But you like, still experience this weird bit of yeah. loss because you actually quite like that character. So. Yeah, fair enough. Pretty cool feeling. Right. So, um, oh, cocktail, isn't it? Cocktail of the month. I can't remember what order we did this in last time, so we're adding it in now. So <laughs> whilst I'm searching this one, do you want to say the other edition? That we might be doing? Um, we've got some Gandhi book, which I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically jokes, sexual, weird, po- uh, weird... Um, cocktails so we probably can't really try them because there's some strange actions and things included with some yeah. of them <laughs> uh so he'll some jokes uh, ones, read that? out what the thing actually is and then a little like description about it so we'll do that um every now and then so again once a month but it'll be at some random point during the month we say yeah so in a random episode so so this one we won't we might try hopefully throughout yeah, the month we don't have the ingredients i don't as have it stands. the bottles as this point but we will try it to be fair and it's called corpse reviver number two so it's been a remodified sort of ingredient sort of thing uh it's called this pick me up features gin lily blanc a french aperitif is it you're probably better at the drinks names than me i'm terrible with drinks names obviously orange liqueur and french a fresh lemon juice that delicately balanced combination is sold out in equal parts, shaken with ice and served in a glass that has been rinsed with absinthe, a technique that adds aromatics and only a hint of anise flavour to the drink. The result is tart, cold and refreshing, precisely what you need to start the day or the evening if you prefer to consume your liquor when the sun's down. The Corpse Survivor Number 2 belongs to a family of pre-prohibition cocktails that were consumed for the chief purpose of rousing the drinker from the dead. In other words, they were meant to cure hangovers, increase vigor, and otherwise improve one's morning. But they Fair said enough. if you can take more than four, the corpse is unrevived. <laughs> it's pretty good. Cool, I mean, it? once you're a corpse, you should stay a corpse, to be honest. So, we'll just say, like, the measurements, yeah? Like, it's all one ounce. So, one ounce Lily Blanc, uh, one ounce Cointreau, one, an- one ounce fresh lemon juice, one ounce dry gin. It says here, one dash absinthe, I guess, to rinse the glass yeah. at the start. And then orange peel, I guess, is like a garnish thing. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it changed. It started off with some other ingredients, but they've twisted it now, I think. And so, it's yeah, gone so down this yeah. way now. Fair so enough. We'll have to try it. Like I said, absinthe is dirty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but. but as you said, it's got the uh, anise flavour, which is nice. So so we can give it a go, isn't it? Yeah. I'm so not, I'm, it can be quite like a... Like you said to point. you, it's going to be quite a strong drink, yeah. I think. I will give it a go mixes. sometime. We'll just down the bottle of absinthe and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Prague, isn't it? Did we try it? Well, when we go back to Prague, we'll have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's the cool. Corpse Reviver number two. Yeah. Right. Um, what's the main topic, then? Main topic, weird so phobias. What, weird. Is it weird? Or just unusual. I don't know if you, you can say Pecu- weird. Peculiar phobias. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. There you go. That's the one. Well, maybe interesting. Someone's a bit like, that's not interesting. That's just like, what is that? Interesting and peculiar phobias. Okay. So we'll go with that. Yeah. So I've got more. So I'm going to start. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we're going to absolutely butcher how the how you say yes. these because some of them are mad. Mm-hmm. Um. So ergophobia is the fear of work. I know quite a lot of people at my job must have that because the amount that they do 
is shambles. Well, the sickness record so, is just a bible at this point. I mean, rate. some some <laughs> people are, yeah, never that, basically. But um, yeah, so imagine you just fear of work, so you never get anything done. But then, is that a fear of work that you don't want to do, or just a fear of work? A fear of work. So if there's something to do, essentially, wow. you're scared of it. Sloth life. Exactly. I don't know. I wouldn't have that. Eh? No. I mean, you don't particularly want to do the work that you're not chosen to no, do, is it? It's fear of it. You're getting paid to do it, so you just do it. Yeah, you? exactly. You've yeah. got some sort of like motive to do yeah. something, haven't you? Yeah. So money, money is the motive. Good little. Just, lyric I don't know. Yeah, money yeah. is the motive. Anyway, yeah. So go on then. You Cash go. Cash rules everything around. Um, and it and <laughs> just <laughs> anoptophobia. I oh, think yeah. it is fear of staying single. <laughs> I saw that one, yeah. So in most I've cases, actually got that one. So oh, yeah, carry it. yeah. So oh, okay. no, yeah, but I've got extra. So um, in most cases, single humans want to be in a relationship and are worried about staying single forever. But this worry for some becomes so extreme that it reaches the stage of becoming a phobia. So do you reckon most of the people in this area where we live <laughs> must have that phobia, mustn't they? That is the only reason I left well, it in there, to be honest. I remember being part of some conversation somewhere in the depths of somewhere um someone stayed with someone because what else is there to do (laughs) how mad is that (laughs) why are you with me nothing else to do but no one else is going to take me so i may as well stay with this person yeah what good i mean i must have this fear is it (laughs) no just (laughs) that was so cool (laughs) three seconds okay so how tragic exactly tragic yeah Mine plays into that a little bit, okay? So um, this might be a reason why you end up being single. Because, (laughs) right, okay, this is going to sound kind of horrible, but you don't want to go for the uggos, okay? Jeez, yeah, okay. But you have venustrophobia, which is a fear of beautiful women. Mm. So you're scared of pretty women, basically. Pretty women. Which, I mean, I suppose you could say most people kind of are anyway like there's a hint of it in everybody because it's like you'd be scared to talk to them maybe or something like that like you don't necessarily Anxious want to well. approach them mm. you're like yeah you're worried about Not what's fear, gonna though, happen out of it? it no so that's why i say there's a little bit maybe in some of them you're like you're a bit nervous about it yeah. aren't you um but this one yeah you're literally straight up shit scared to that's go and talk to somebody we'll Margo, out of it? your league essentially <laughs> see a Margo I'd be too scared you'd to talk scared, to her you'd be scared that you were going to cream in your pants too soon I'd be, yeah it's either scared of that or scared that I'd just fuck up there on the opportunity of probably just saying a word to her like what am I doing you'd walk up to her and instead of saying <laughs> hello you'd say goodbye or something yeah. and that'd be it conversation over and no more interactions I'm ever like, again howdy I don't know fear of beautiful women yeah I mean I can imagine someone's being intimidated by someone yeah but yeah, it but. just seems it seems strange. But then again, most of these seem strange. So mm. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. fear of beautiful women. Would you have a fear of beautiful women? No, as I say, you just get <laughs> you get nervous. But be quaking in your boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck that. Right, um, this one's called Ufo- Euphobia, fear of good news. <laughs> oh, I've got that one as well. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah, I mean that's just like. I feel like he, if you get some good news, you know there's going to be some bad news to follow to balance out the good news. Like nothing's always going to stay good forever. That's what I no, personally no. will have in my head. If something well good happens to me, I know that something shit is going to happen down the line. It's going to be like, okay, that's where the uh, counter it's going to balance itself out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
at some point it's going to come back to haunt me the fact that I actually had something good happen yeah exactly yeah. do you reckon that's the fear I don't know I mean that's like foreboding to be honest like you've always got some sort of just glass half empty mindset I guess it's like reverse karma where it's just like why do you deserve the good news yeah. what have you done like something good's happened to you it's like nah this is too good you know it's, like, it's too it's, good to be true it's quiet too quiet fuck off <laughs> It's like that. It's good. Too good. Let's move on. Too good. Now, now you've said that. Okay. I'm done. Yeah. Um, right. This, this, this is a bit <laughs> iffy. But um, okay. So, uh, Francophobia, a fear of French people and their culture. Why French people? What's I don't know. Them? You could have a, a fear of German people and their culture, a fear of English people and their culture, of American people and their culture. I don't well, know. You could do it of anything, yeah. really, couldn't you? But you could say then you could link that to fear of travel as well, like expanding. Like you know that if you go to a different place, they're going to live differently to you, and you might and not like it. Some people like your routine and things like that, isn't yeah. it? And how British people might do it, well, to us, how British people, how your culture does it. And you go out and what you think's normal, so out of the blue, there. And like you said, we were talking about it actually recently. Um, you know, like British people love the queue, but if you go traveling, I doubt you'd probably see it. Yeah you know, like an orderly fashion or something like that. And then when you think someone's just pushed in front of you, because you're so used to mm-hmm. that sort of way of living, don't you think? Jokes and that. Fear of someone's culture, though. Like, Yeah, it seems a bit odd, doesn't it? But most of this is going to seem... I've probably already said that exact sentence. Most of this is going to seem odd to us. So, to, Yeah, to us, yeah. I think. But yeah. And like you said, if these are actual legit phobias, or is this just randomly made up? I don't actually know. Like, is someone generally scared of something? No. Somebody's scared Must of everything. Be. Like I saw Not one. people in the world, isn't it? Yeah, it must be something. I saw one. You're scared of rain. It's like why the fuck? Oh yeah, are you I've, got, I've got that. Rain? I've got something linked to it though. So. Okay, so okay, this one is cacophobia. Yeah, fear of failure. <laughs> I mean, that's a better one to have. I mean, if yeah, you to have that one. makes sense though, doesn't it? Like you're scared to fail something, so you, essentially you wouldn't do it, would you? Exactly, that's why I just thought then when you were saying it, because I was like, well, does that make you not even bother trying then? Because you're going to be scared of failure. yeah. Or you're going to do it and you're going to just keep running with it because yeah. you don't want something to fail. I mean, that's okay, it might be a bit unhealthy, but you're doing something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the positive. <laughs> I know, but you're running yourself oh, like just... burning yourself out because you know you're like you're not you don't want to fail, but yeah. Stay I know someone saying like if you have a fear of success, if like say if like this podcast went to number one in the charts randomly, <laughs> some people would have fear of success because you know the higher up it is, the more people that they're gonna watch, the more possible like hateful comments you're gonna get, and the more eyes and judgment and things. So you get scared at that because you're preempting. But I don't think that would bother me. So, you can say whatever, say any death rate you want. I can that take you into the shoes of people like Avicii and Mac Miller? Or oh, it gets too much. Where it's become too much and obviously certain events have happened. But I think it's trying to, if you have quite personal issues going on, you don't really want to make them public to the point where it's some random butt who's just going to listen to it. You want to yeah. just share it with people that you generally care about, isn't it? Certain things like that. I don't yeah, know if but- you could just broadcast that if you say that if we're telling it on a podcast you have to expect random people well, yeah. to hear it so you can't get angry when mm. people that you didn't want to hear it hear it because so, you've yeah. put it out in the you world put it out, so yeah you just anybody says, can um, listen uh some like controversies going on in tiktok at the minute someone said something about some mental health and it's gone a bit random to be honest because there's people that have gone through it isn't it they're going to speak up about it but the fact that you've actually put it out there in the first place 
you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to say something, you've got to kind of watch out what you're going to say. Even if you say something now, in 10 years' time, it might just come back, isn't yeah, it, as well? Yeah, so, okay, um, who is it? There's a footballer, so it might be, um, I'm going to butcher this name, but M- Mudrick, um, he signed for Chelsea in yeah. his transfer window, so January 2023 transfer window. Um and he's been forced to apologise for a tweet that he sent like six months ago really? or something. Yeah. Be, I mean, when you look at some of the things that people send in the past, yeah. you do kind of wonder like what made them say that in the first place. And even yeah. in that, even in the state that it was at that time, like you still think, okay, even back then it was wrong, but maybe not as wrong as it's thought to be now. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be a potential role model to like children and stuff, I yeah. think. So if you've got to think of your audience what are you going to say, isn't it, that's going to twist people? Because, I mean, you're going to say some stuff that's, yeah. Unless you're like Piers Morgan and you just could not give a flying fuck what anybody thinks and you just say what you want yeah. and you just take the hate. But he had a pretty cool podcast, to be fair, um, where he says he likes confliction. He likes, like, people argument. It sparks just debate and everything, isn't it? You love saying something. You like to counter someone because it's like, it's, the whole point of it is just, just a debate, to be fair, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but... I it mean, gets, you can be opinionated. It like, gets to a certain point where you become Piers Morgan and <laughs> you literally... You don't let anybody speak. Like, you're trying to have a debate with somebody, but as soon as they open their mouth, oh, you yeah. have to speak over them. He did own up on one of them, though, where he did say, like, he did butt in too much or something yeah. at times, but... Oh, he always on. I'm not even going to go into it now because I always think if you have an argument with someone, yeah, I wouldn't say if you had to have an argument. I reckon I'd wait. It depends how heated it gets. I guess actually, trying to think like if you have to have an argument with someone, I'd wait until someone's finished their point and then I might try and counter it. But depends if if I'm having an argument with you and then you butt me in mid sentence, like eventually, like I'll. I don't think that I'll, that I'll just start annoying. I'll just shut up. I think I'll just stay silent. It's like you know what? Yeah. You're not letting me talk. I'm just gonna. Vacate, so <laughs> vacate this conversation if i get interrupted especially to a point where i'm actually trying to say something yeah. people people might actually want to hear but they still interrupt and especially when they interrupt and say something completely irrelevant yeah, i just exactly. i just think fuck it i ain't telling you anything anymore i'm just going to be silent do what you want i'm just going to sit here like a melt yeah. it's nice to like see it if you had like a educated sort of like debate where you're kind of like you understand each other's points and you're just saying something back and forth or I might counter something to you even though I'm agreeing with you it's just to carry the conversation yeah. but when it's like heated where it's like you're clearly not listening to me you just want to say your thing you're I'm getting like, annoyed at each off, other mate. then yeah. yeah and then she's like nah <laughs> I can't even remember what that was all about to be honest a gen- uh, was. Some random tangent isn't it why not right. am I saying anyway, what anyway I think it's me now right. uh, I've, got skip, skip into- I've got to <laughs> skip, skip down the list uh, right so uh Allodoxophobia, a fear of opinions. Oh, there we go. Speaking of that, <laughs> well, we just covered it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, literally, like <laughs> you won't let somebody wants... give their opinion. So you won't let somebody speak, basically, because technically everything anybody ever says is an opinion, an opinion. Yeah, on something, and you're allowed to have your opinion. Yeah, at this, the end of the day, this entire podcast is an opinion. You can say it's a pile of shit. We're still going to make it because it's jokes. But exactly, just because you don't like it doesn't mean to say that yeah. we do. Was well, I remember that Ricky Gervais line? Where there's um there's a flyer in a town for some guitar lessons. Someone rings up. I don't want fucking guitar lessons. <laughs> All right then, it's not for you. <laughs> I find that it's basically like that. It is like okay, yeah, you've got an opinion. Sometimes, yeah, you do need to keep it to yourself because it's the stupidest thing you could have ever fucking said. Yeah, but at the same time, just let is. people have their opinions. Just like just let them speak, and then if you don't agree with it, either tell them in a 
manner that's yeah. appropriate or just shut the fuck up and just be like, okay, yeah, I'm not even going to bother with that. Well, that so. one you could link fear of success to fear of opinions. The more successful you are, the more opinions you're probably going to get because yeah. it's more out there. So you can link some together, to be yeah. honest. I wonder if we can make up our own phobia then. Who's scared of just success and opinions merge it? Which one? Well, scared of existing. <laughs> just come out of the womb screaming, yeah, traumatized. Exactly. Like, Shit. Right. Right. Thanatophobia, fear of death. Like we said, it's you, isn't it? I think most people might have some sort of fear of death. Yeah, because essentially nobody... Oh, this might cause controversy, but nobody wants to die. Yeah. But you know it's going to happen. So you might be scared that you know it's yeah, going to happen, but it, you've accepted mm-hmm. the fate. Like, I mean, everybody that's living should realise that they're going to die at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just some make it happen sooner but than others. Like you said, yeah, it's the accepting part where you just go, you know what, I'm here. What we what we're gonna do? As soon as you figure out what you want to do, just have a laugh. Like just live other, it up. Um, unpopular opinion. Um, you don't necessarily have to have a purpose. It's quite all right just to go through, float through life, finding all these experiences until you die. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need to have a purpose. You can just enjoy and just laugh along with everything. Brings us on to the uh, 2023 motto, you, you do you. You, you yeah. don't need to have some massive legacy to leave behind. You don't have to do that. No, who gives a fuck? When, you're, when so. you're dead, you're in the ground or you're exactly. cremated. Well, last of us, you could be or... a mushroom. So. Exactly. <laughs> so who gives a fuck at the end of the day? When you're, when you're gone, you're gone. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Well, like... So. We'll say we wouldn't have too much of a fear of death, really, is it? No, whatever happens, happens. I like the thrill-seeker mindset. So you're you're tempting it, but I think it's the thrill of, like, you know that if something goes wrong, it could go <laughs> really if, if wrong. If something goes wrong, you are gone. I yeah. find it quite thrilling, that part, though. Like adrenaline junkie giggles. stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right, um, this is going to take me a while. Okay. okay. So, hippopotamonstrosis. Okay, yeah. Quipped aliophobia. Uh, fear of long words, so you know. Makes sense for the word to be that, doesn't it? When you're scared of long words is and it the beca- word is like <laughs> fucking 50 letters long. Well, is the fear like you're scared that you're pronouncing it wrong so you're getting judged? It could be. Like some anxious uh, sort of yeah. vibe to it? Or uh, You just look at it on paper and you're like, that is far I too I don't want to attempt it because you know you're just going to butcher the word. So <sighs> you just butchered your confidence saying it. So you're scared of saying it. I mean... I've clearly, I've clearly not got it because I just pronounced that flawlessly. But say if... Okay, put you in a position then. If you were to do public speaking, you've got loads of people in a room and you're just reading out a passage and you come across a word like that, are you going to stutter? Or are you just going to run with it? I'd run with it, but I'd have <laughs> You the, know you've just absolutely slaughtered it. <laughs> I'd have the phobia in the first place of public speaking for that sense because right. I don't like speaking in front of people. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be... I'd be, out, I'd, be, room, like. I'd be out of my element anyway <laughs> so if it goes it. it's only going to go more wrong it's already going to go wrong in the first place so more wrong doesn't really matter does it I've, I've pictured something you're stood there like an altar or something with lights from passage everyone's dead silent the odd cough every now and then maybe blowing their nose and you're saying something you've just butchered this word it's just silent and you just carry on reading and you might just go we all knew I was just going to fail this word <laughs> it's like can we all just blow over that please <laughs> Yeah, we'll just carry on with your existences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be well funny. Right, go on then. Right, um, fear of swallowing. Oh, that was finally my next one as well. Phagophobia. Do you know what we say to that? Spit instead. Exactly. <laughs> I've literally, mine says it's all spit and no swallow. <laughs> so you know. Well, I think they they tried to clarify that because that just is a bit sus. 
it's for, um, swallowing like solids and stuff wherever it's getting clogged in your throat so I you're think. gonna choke basically yeah you're scared that you're gonna choke like choking on an ice cube like so okay embarrassing so, exactly it's just gonna melt <laughs> isn't it if you choke um, and died example of this is on young sheldon right tv show so he uh sheldon spoilers you know well, better say it. Sheldon. Um, yeah. Sheldon chokes on a bit of sausage, I think it is, and then his dad has to um, like Bend his food. Heimlich pat on the back kind of thing, oh, right. and then yeah, they actually do because he won't eat his food unless it's blended afterwards because he's scared that he's going to choke. So Ch- essentially, yeah. is it a fear of swallowing or is it a fear of choking at that point? But then swallowing could trigger the choke, isn't it? So I guess it's the fear of swallowing because you know it's going to trigger you choking. So, so you're going to have to experience a choke. It Pause. could also be <laughs> that you're scared to literally just swallow. Like you've got saliva in your mouth, you're scared to just swallow that saliva. The whole action of like prepping the your whole, throat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's just fucked. But I think it's that. But obviously, when it just is fear of swallowing, you just instantly go down. Well, split it. Yeah. But yeah. Right. My last one is absolute jokes. Uh, okay, phobia, phobia. 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 Fear, phobia. Fear of phobias. Fear of phobias. Yes. What is life? But it's the same one as fear of everything, isn't it? Like, really? <laughs> what is no, because you're not scared of everything. You're not scared of like spiders or public speaking. Or, I think like, you're scared existing. to have just... a certain thing that you're scared of. You're scared to be scared, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just... in a horror film, you'd be a bit too good a character. I mean, yeah, you? you'd just send yourself at that point. <laughs> just freeze. Be anyway, nice yeah, because you know, jokes. Go on right, I've got two. Go on then. Because I've got one that will be the main one, isn't it? That okay. we can say. But we'll do this one that you just mentioned earlier. It says, Ombrophobia is the fear of rain. Right. But it links. It falls into a category researcher's term, natural environment phobias, which also includes hurricanes, lilas, pho- oh, I don't even know how to say all these, snow, cold, and wind. People with these phobias may be more likely to have some kind of formal weather related education, which saddles them with a greater understanding of the potential dangers associated with severe weather, which makes more sense. So the rain is they're scared of it because it might build up to a storm and a hurricane killing you. <laughs> That's the best way you could have it's put like that. It's like a bit of drizzle outside, right? Prepping the bunker. <laughs> so, okay, I'll t- I'll go to another TV st- TV show now. Right. Uh, Superstore. Yep. There's spoilers for Superstore um, TV show. There's a hurricane when they're in the sh- in the store, and it basically rips the store apart. So afterwards, they build a, they have a storm shelter there, yeah. and one of the workers, that it's raining outside, and she's like keeping an eye on it, and then it gets a little bit heavier and heavier, and then she's like getting paranoid, and she's like, oh, everybody should go in the storm bunker now. Oh yeah, we should go in there, oh, and then okay. she keeps on like getting paranoid about like stocking it up and like trying to get people to go in there so they're out of the way so nothing's gonna yeah. that's gonna happen again like. You're you're scared of what the weather might Apocalypse do to you. Apocalypse preppers sort of thing, isn't it? Like yeah, kind of. Like Beowulf last well. <laughs> We're gonna try and link everything. Yeah. But like, as soon as one bit of like extreme weather, you're just like, well, we're fucked then. <laughs> There's a, a light drizzle outside. Well, we're all gonna die. Oh, that reminds me. Have you ever seen the film called The Mist? It's a horror film. It's actually pretty. Cool. You told me about it. I mm. might have seen that. I mean, there's the happening, but there, there's like a big Spoilers. fog, and there's something in the fog that will fuck you up. And it's like everyone has to hide from it and everything. But it's pr- I wonder if that okay. triggered from a phobia. So I think that's going to bring into the next one then, which because there's some there's potentially something in the fog that you're scared of, 
Because you can't so, see Because you, you can't see it, yeah. but it could potentially be there. So does this bring on to what I think the last phobia is? Yes. I don't know if it's the unknown, though, what you said. But so it, it's I something think similar, it can though. drag it into yeah, it. Yeah, so go on, then. So there's that philosophobia, T-H-A-L-A-S-S-O phobia, which is a well-talked-about one because I think quite a few people have this, to be honest. But it is... The fear of the ocean or deep open water. While thoughts of sea creatures lurking below the waves plays into this phobia, it's often rooted in a fear of the unknown. Uh, writes Sean Harrington in the book Beasts of the Deep. The deep sea offers us an oppressive and foreboding context to space unexplored, unknowable and overwhelming. Which is true. Yeah, so you're not sure what's going to be in the in there and you're scared that... Yeah. yeah. Or like, like this, the side of like drowning as yeah. well can like bring, bring into it. So let's bring into that TikTok that you sent me. Some dude oh, underwater, yeah, okay. living underwater, he had to move to like another part of his thing and it meant him going out into the open water, like mm-hmm. however far down it was. Um, well, so far down it's black, really. So, so far down really... that you can't really see anything yeah. and then he shone his torch and there was an eyeball next to him that was the size of a dinner plate. So you see that and you're just thinking, fuck, I'm dead. Like yeah. That's all you're thinking at that point, isn't it? Like, oh my God. Yeah, you don't know what that is. It was just shining a light. It's just an eye looking you're at just you. Shine, yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, some giant ass eye. But it seemed like the Mr. Ballin with the squids, isn't it? It's such a cool yeah. story, though. But I don't particularly know what it is. But it's like they're always watching you from the depths. Yeah. But they're questioning whether they can kill you. It's a bit like crocodiles as well. Apparently, um, they won't necessarily eat you, but you're in their territory. So they will just attack anything that they think is taken in their thing. So they're always just sussing you out first. Yeah. But it's that initial, they're just watching you, isn't it? Like a shark just staring at you from the distance. I'm watching you. Like that video of a shark attack, it eats a bit of meat that's like obviously in the water, but you don't see it. All of a sudden it comes from the bottom yeah. like so quickly and it's like, just oh appears my from nowhere God. Kind of like thing, if yeah. you don't have the fear, like that would probably put something yeah. in your fear. I mean, I wouldn't... If you fell off a boat in the middle of the ocean, would you be shitting yourself? Because of that reason. Not because, like, you might be able to swim back to the boat. It's slowly drifting away, but you could swim back to it. But have you got that initial fear? Like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. You've got the, you've got the fear of, fuck. You fell off. I don't, know what, I don't know what is in this water. Yeah. Fuck. I might have a slight bit of it. I mean, in the middle of the ocean where there's no land, you're literally just... You have to get back to that boat. Yeah. Because you've got the fear then of... What if I don't make it? So there's actually, there's Mr. Baldwin yeah. stories as well where divers have come back up and the boat's gone. And then they've had to write like little notes on their oh, like geez. fucking... It was a note on like a little board that he had. And it was basically his, his last words. Really? Um, yeah. That's mad. So he had to write it on this little board and then obviously the board washed up somewhere. And then people realised, or the boat went back and like found this board or something. But yeah, because the, the tide person. probably washes it up somewhere. And um, yeah, it came out like, oh, this is actually what happened to this person. What? Yeah. Imagine you have to preempt that. Just in case something goes south, you've got this little suicide you wait, note. You? you wait like, I don't know, you're floating there for like fucking three days or something. And then all of a sudden you're like, right, okay, I need to do it now. Like I, I have to just yeah, write this note. Yeah. Just, that's accepted. Yeah. It's mad. And then you, you're eventually just going to sink, aren't you? Like, yeah, anyway, f- on a brighter note. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. The fear of the unknown. Yeah, like I said, that's highly talked about. But like surfing and stuff, I mean, it's fine. You go swim out your depth, isn't it? That's all right. I mean, it's like what you said in the middle of the ocean when you fall off. I might kick it. I think it'd be more... 
if you fell in the swamp water like that, oh, I think. Yeah, I'd but then there's panic, also like because I know there's more danger in swamp water. Well, yeah, because I know that's probably more going to kill you. Say you're um, surfing, then, like you said, and a big wave crashes over you and it drags you under. Yeah, it's then the fear of shit. Where's the top? Yeah. Am I going to be able to get back up and breathe? Because I know I've had that before. Because when we've been surfing, there's big waves. You kind you're of like, for a little you're bit, you're spinning you? around yeah. and you're like, shit, I don't know what way's up. And you're tumbling around all over yeah. the place. I don't know how to get out. Kind your of leash thing. on your so. board might be pulling your foot back and under as you well. Know, somebody might be riding over your head with their surfboards. <laughs> no, no. Never. No, never. But I think you'd have to do experience it. a shark attack <laughs> and see whether they might put you off the ocean a little. You're surfing all of a sudden, yeah. a shark wants to have a munch. Nom, 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 nom. But I don't know. It takes much. Oh, that's a whole Mike, new level. Is it Mike Fanning? Mike Flanning? The mid competition, a shark just attacks him. Good. But he battles it like an absolute boss. Yeah. Right. There we go. That's all the fears, is it? Yes. So, like, you can call them weird, but they might be interesting, to be honest. To so, be honest, they are quite interesting. Initially, what triggers a phobia, though? What do you reckon? You'll have to experience something. Is it like a traumatized childhood, do you reckon? Or is it, you'd have to experience, yeah, like you said, bad experience? Uh, my my initial thought jumps to bad experience. Like, that's where I just jump. But, it would yeah. If you've seen it in a horror film as well, and you think, geez, that could happen. Because Final Destination, do you reckon that would make people more wary of stuff? Again, because they've seen I think it. that... L- leads into bad ex- beer, uh, bad experience oh, yeah, you've watched something well. happen because you've it? seen something yeah. happen so it's like it's a bad experience of seeing it happen so it's like shit yeah like it could happen now like i i know for a fact that it could happen because i've seen it re- even though it's reenacted i've seen it happen like that with cgi or whatever yeah i think so but have you got any cool. major ones i don't think i've got a... at the moment i don't think i have more just phobia like... not like some of things make you feel a bit uncomfortable but maybe not like oh my god i can't uh, see that like i'm freaking out mine's like being in front of people i think but i don't really but like that might be social it. anxiety though is it am i not anxiety yeah no fear so of people yeah, but... <laughs> you're not even got fear I of people because you talk to people if you fear a person like you just sit in a dark yeah, room exactly i'm not sure maybe i do maybe no it's just yeah the hospitality job. <laughs> just, <laughs> the fear, fear of shit of, jokes fear of not doing a mass apocalypse <laughs> mass genocide on everyone you see <laughs> right on a lighter note here is new music right um okay so this is uh nebezo notorious nothing nowhere freddie dread silverstein thirst for violence i mean that's a good workout song you don't like it but it is good uh mike best man logic high life i'm gonna let you talk about that sec the dv double b s wiz khalifa your fave boyfriend Gold Soul, shush, 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 hit that. Slipknot, Bone Church, Ray Shremmerd, Sucker or Some, Sticky Fingers, Waterfall, Ray, My 21st Century Blues, Nathan Dawes, Brucey, BSHP, Issy, Cross, Oh Baby, Annie Marie, Sad Bitch, Ellie Golding, Like a Saviour, Ellie May, uh, Heart on My Sleeve, Deluxe Edition, Inhaler, If You're Gonna Break My Heart, Just Jack, Wasp in a Coke Can, Hoodie Allen, Happy Again, and Futuristic Tough Love. So my first thing is gonna be, did you say Annie Marie? What did I say that? I'm oh, pretty, Anne-Marie. I'm <laughs> pretty sure you said oh, Annie-Marie. Oh, I might have thought I corrected. So, oh, yeah, so, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Annie-Marie. So, Anne-Marie. Yeah, Anne-Marie. Okay, so there's the first thing. So, uh, Logic, High Life, you know. I know you. I won't... I'm, I'm going to wait, because you said that's on his project, isn't it? It is. So, it? I'll talk about it when we review the... Okay. That's at the end of this month, is it? Yes, it will be. So, yeah, we'll go into that when it happens. But, but you think it's okay, um, isn't it? I, I'm, I'll say I like it, project, but you've fair. got on Bobby Tarantino three things like uh, Call Me, Get Up, 
and there's one other but I can't think of it yeah. right now where he is actually flawless like, as well he's that's quite singing good. flawless I wouldn't say is actually singing though is that's more like more of the rap style instead of him trying to have a good voice okay whereas you can say supermarket album is so also it's him trying to actually like project his singing voice more than his like rapping mm. voice but like kind of mixing the rapping in a bit as well and like after listening to it a few times and reading the book as well actually i quite like the supermarket album like it means more once you know what the book's about right because obviously it's a soundtrack for the book um so yeah i think it makes it a bit better but i like welcome to forever like that's a bit more like sing song like yeah. slower and that's probably my favorite an incredible true story does sing in it like I said to you it does sometimes City of Stars is a bit like it so City of Stars and Never Been are the two slower ones on that and I've been listening to them quite a lot recently um, you so. probably get into it. it's one of those things Um, if you like his style of that isn't yeah. it I personally like his rapping more because yeah, I think his paced stuff yeah. he slaps that part of it I think like his writing good flow fl- yeah, yeah. I think, but his singing it's alright because I know when you sing you can break up a song and you make it the catchy part of a song it's the hook maybe yeah. But I know, I'll just say to him now, like his work ethic is absolutely mad. Like the way how he can just chuck stuff out. Like you said, write a book and then do a soundtrack. Like it's, I think that's mad. That's what I find inspiring about him. Considering, artist, especially honest, at the moment, is his work he's, ethic. he's got a kid and just he's got another whatever, one on the way. It? Oh yeah. And he's focusing a lot on his family, but he's still got time to do quite a lot for his fans. And he's actually popping up quite a lot more online now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Leaving Def Jam's put him in a good like headspace, and he's actually seems more excited to be doing it. Yeah. And like interacting with fans and stuff like that. He seems very grounded yeah. at the minute. I think, yeah. isn't it? Mentally. Yeah, because he's in a happy place in life, isn't he? Yeah. So it's a fair play. Yeah. But like I said, we'll cool. talk about it when it drops, isn't it? Because yeah. I know you're a big fan of him. So exactly. I will. Tr- I'll persist with it. Hopefully, like you said, it's a mixture of possibly singing and I'd rap. imagine it is because most of his albums are Supermarket's the only one that isn't I feel like but imagine and even tra- then it kind of does trip into normal rap stuff mm. so. he does like the cinematic style wouldn't it? he does yeah. like the Tarantino and everything so I think yeah. he tries to make it like film like as well because he mm-hmm. does like his films isn't it very so. incredible true story being, Which is story being yeah, a story that's sick. Yeah. yeah that worked so. out well so Fact and Jake. Right, um, everything about it is essentially, it's not really fact, but it kind of is okay. in a sense, and they're all jokes, so, you know. Oh, okay. Um, I'm literally going to run through them. There are seven of them, so I found them on a TikTok video, so shout out. I to... believe it's this person, Lord K. Do you want me just to stay silent and you just run it, yeah? Yeah, I mean, if you laugh, you laugh. Okay. But... Uh, the distance from the Earth to the Sun is the exact same distance from the Sun to the Earth. Most humans were born on their birthday. A normal skeleton has enough bones to make up an entire skeleton. If you took out all of your veins and laid them out end to end, you would die. If you gathered up all the human flesh currently existing on Earth, you would be really fucked up. If you stack exactly 216 elephants on top of each other, they wouldn't like it. 100% of people on Earth are on Earth. (laughs) What? (laughs) There was a couple more, but I didn't want to pick all of them. So, Do you know, 100%. it reminds me, like, you remember those tape tests that you did in school? It was like year five or some shite. Like, they play like a little cassette. I mean, that just shows our age, but they put it in like a little tape player and there's like questions, but they try and trick you. So it goes, if 100% of people are on Earth, what percentage are on Earth? I, I think are you trying I know to trick what, me, you little bitch? I know what you're on about. <laughs> like, I think I know what you're on about. I anyway, hate them, mate. I'll, I'll get it wrong because then I'll overthink it. I'll be like, if there's 100% of people on Earth, what is on Earth then? <laughs> so there's 0% really? of people on Earth. 
I said, well, there's going to be less than 100% because someone probably died by the time you said that question. Ah, so. yeah, but more people have well, been actually, born. Well, actually, it's 100%. So, would there technically... <laughs> 101%. Exactly. Would there be more percentage than 100%? Because technically, there's... Instead of there being 10 people like there originally was, okay, one person died, but two people were born, so now there's 11. So, technically, you're 110%. <laughs> Mind fuck. Exactly. So, then we've just ruined that question. Exactly. So, then you get it wrong. Because yeah. then it's like, well, we fought too much into it because it's so obvious you've thought of another complex answer yeah. and who's wrong I mean, these days two plus two can be five so fuck you shout out high res <laughs> yeah who's to say that 216 elephants being stacked on top of each other wouldn't who's to say they wouldn't like yeah it? exactly it might be a fetish thing exactly. you don't they know might, elephants the way i do <laughs> i'm sorry but on that note we're, we're yeah do you know the teeth are the ourselves. only bit of your skeleton that you clean Right. Find us on all streaming platforms under the Soy Insights podcast. Please give us a rating and review. Uh, socials, Twitter, SI Index, TikTok, Instagram, Soy Insights Index, and YouTube, Soy Insights. Really? I can't even be asked anymore, so <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Toodaloo!